Good morning, friends. Today is Wednesday, the 16th of September, 2020. This is a big day. It's an Ember Wednesday. It's the Fall Ember Wednesday. You guys will remember if you've been with me for a while that these are the days where we pray for ministry, especially ordained ministry, and for those in ministry, especially those discerning a call to the ministry, to the ordained ministry. Today is also um, the day we commemorate St. Ninian, and today is a special anniversary for me. So thank you all very much for being here with me this morning. Our readings are Psalm 72, Job 42, 1 through 17, Acts 16, 16 through 24, and the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verses 20 through 26. If we have enough time, I will um, read to you about St. Ninian. (laughs) We are no longer strangers and sojourners, but citizens together with the saints and members of the household of God. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by, by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, We confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Our God is glorious in all the saints. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the, hills of, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, 
and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Our God is glorious in all the saints. Oh, come, let us worship. Psalm 72. Give the ruler your justice, O God, and your righteousness to a ruler's descendant. May they judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. May the mountains yield prosperity for the people and the hills in righteousness. May the ruler defend the cause of the poor of the people, give deliverance to the needy and crush the oppressor. May the ruler live while the sun endures and as long as the moon throughout all generations. May they be like rain that falls on the moon grass, like showers that water the earth. In their days may righteousness flourish and peace abound until the moon is no more. May they have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. May their foes bow down before them and their enemies lick the dust. May the rulers of Tarshish and of the isles render them tribute. May the rulers of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. May all rulers fall down before them. All nations give them service. For they deliver the needy when they call, the poor and those who have no helper. They have pity on the weak and needy and save the lives of the needy. From oppression and violence they redeem their life and precious is their blood in their sight. Long may the ruler live. May gold of Sheba be given to them. May prayer be made for him continually, and blessings invoked for them all day long. May there be abundance of grain in the land. May it wave on the tops of the mountains. May its fruit be like Lebanon. And may people blossom in the cities like the grass of the field. May their name endure forever, their fame continue as long as the sun. May all nations be blessed in them, may they pronounce them happy. Blessed be God, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be God's glorious name forever. May their glory fill the whole earth. Amen and Amen. The prayers of David, son of Jesse, are ended. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Job chapter 42, verses 1 through 17. Then Job answered God, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand. Two things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak. I will question you, and you declare to me. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself, and repent in dust and ashes. After God had spoken these words to Job, God said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against you and against your two friends, 
for you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Now therefore take seven bulls and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you. For I will accept Job's prayer not to deal with you according to your folly. For you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has done. So Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Namathite went and did what God had told them. And God accepted Job's prayer. And God restored the fortunes of Job when he had prayed for his friends. And God gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then there came to him all his brothers and sisters and all who had known him before. And they ate bread with him in his house. They showed him sympathy and comforted him for all the evil that God had brought upon him. And each of them gave him a piece of money and a gold ring. God blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. And he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, a 1,000 yoke of oxen, and a 1,000 donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. He named the first Jemimiah, the second Keziah, and the third Karen Hapuchek. In all the land there were no women so beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father gave them an inheritance along with their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and his children's children four generations, and Job died old and full of days. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle G, a song of Ezekiel. I will take you from among all nations and gather you from all lands to bring you home. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and purify you from false gods and uncleanness. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit put within you. I will take the stone heart from your chest and give you a heart of flesh. I will help you walk in my laws and cherish my commandments and do them. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 through 24. One day, as we were going to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners a great deal of money by fortune-telling. While she followed Paul and us, she would cry out, These men are slaves of the Most High God, who proclaim to you a way of salvation. She kept doing this for many days. But Paul, very much annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I order you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the authorities. When they had brought them before the magistrates, they said, These men are disturbing our city. They are Jews and are advocating customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to adopt or observe. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates had them stripped of their clothing 
and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After they had given them a severe flogging, they threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to keep them securely. Following these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle P, A Song of the Spirit Behold, I am coming soon, says God, and bringing my reward with me, to give to everyone according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who do God's commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter the city through the gates. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to you, with this testimony for all the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. I am the bright morning star. Come, say the spirit and the bride. Come, let each hero reply. Come forward, you who are thirsty. Let those who desire take the water of life as a gift. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 12, verses 20 through 26. Now among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the incarnate to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain, but if it dies, it bears much fruit. Those who love their life lose it. And those who hate their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. Whoever serves me, the Creator will honor. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Friends, I do have a few thoughts this morning to share with you. First, on our, on our psalm, um, I told you guys it was a special anniversary today, and it's been a little bit of a rough week so far. Um, it's been a rough week for me at work. I love my new job. I really do. Um, but as always, there's a fly in the ointment or a thorn in the side. I shouldn't say as always, as is so often true. There is a fly in the ointment or a thorn in the side. Um, I've got one particular personality that is really stressful and toxic. And if you can just imagine like a field of green grass and then 
this person wades into it and everything just turns brown and withers. Like everything she touches just immediately. Yuck. Um, it's really hard. And I know like we've been talking about for the last few days that that's not the person that God made her to be. Um, that's never God's intent for us. God's intent is for us to spread love and light, right? But sometimes when we are, when we are wounded, we are unwell. And instead of spreading light without even meaning to, we spread darkness. Um, I don't think this person in my life means to. And even if she does, that's not, I mean, that's not what God has for us. And so we really, we really do need to pray both in the, in the microcosm and the macrocosm. One of my dearest friends likes to say, as a lot of Christians do, like you can tell by the fruit, right? So are our actions bearing good fruit, right? So this is a struggle for me that I ask for your help in prayer with because it is hard. I think it's hard for all of us to not return what we get, right? Like someone is ugly with us. We put up our defenses. We give them back some ugly. You know, we, that's the way we envision fighting back. But Jesus shows us this third way, the way of love, where you and I have talked about this before. Somebody gives us poop, <laughs> we don't take that poop and we don't fling it back at them. We give it to God. We don't hold on to it. We don't smear it all over in their face. We don't rub their nose in it like they're our dog that we're trying to potty train. <laughs> we give it to God and we give back love. So how do I give back love in this situation? And I am praying on that and I am praying for this person. Um, also, my son's been having a really hard time with the online school. It's not particularly the content, it's the format. I think I mentioned before, everything's new this year, um, you know, because we've moved. And the new school uses, it uses different technology, both in terms of hardware and software. And each teacher has a different methodology, so everything is very disorganized. He has to go at least eight different places to get material and lessons, and he turns things in in different ways, and it's tough. And he's feeling discouraged. And, um, you know, on the special anniversary day, I'm kind of feeling like, and all this for what, you know? <laughs> so... So I woke this morning, all of that, and I'm sorry I digressed a little bit, to give you the background that this morning when I opened my Bible, I was, I was feeling pretty discouraged. And Psalm 72 helped me a little bit. Um, this really is a poem written about what a good ruler should be. Just and right, defending the cause of the poor, giving deliverance to the needy, 
crushing the oppressor, oppressor, gentle like the rain that falls on the mown grass, like the showers that water the earth, nourishing, Righteous, bringing righteousness and peace. I mean, this is the good fruit stuff that we're talking about. This is the example to follow. And so this is what I pray for us. And this is what I am reminded about and rerooted in. That this is the example to follow. That no matter where I am positionally, I am a leader. I am begotten of God. I am co-creating with God. And I want to spread justice and peace and righteousness. As I've been sitting here and thinking and praying on it, um, I think I would like to try to salvage this relationship with this person I work with. And I think I'm going to ask for a mediated sit down with them. I don't want to go on like this. I don't want it to be like this, you know? So if you guys could pray for me and, and for blessings and, and, and my hope for peace and love, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for listening to me kind of verbally process that situation. Um, I do believe that even though we're not physically together, our two voices are lifted in prayer together. I want to talk a little bit today, too, about our gospel reading. Um, to me, this reading is, is all about timing, right? It's the timing of the harvest. It's the time for Jesus. I have another friend who's going through a big life transition and they made a big decision and they said to me yesterday that they realized that it's true. When you, when you know, you know, <laughs> is the saying that they quoted to me. Um, and I think that's wonderful when we have that peace and certainty. And as we've talked about before, my friends, when you get that, mark it, make a milestone, make it a touch point so you can hearken back to it in the days that are uncertain because those days will come. That's just kind of life, right? We don't always know. Sometimes we're discerning. Sometimes we're unsure. And I think one of the hardest times for us to hold fast is that threshold where one thing must end in order for another to begin. And I really feel like that's what Jesus is talking about. The season of his time on earth is about to come to a close it's about to culminate in his sacrifice on the cross and redemption of the world. And obviously that's going to be hard. And a new season is going to come after that. And as we're here in the fall season, I think it's really apropos. It is incredibly difficult to let that which must be ended, end, or die, if you will, as it says in our, in our gospel reading today, in order that the next thing can be born, a season of our life must die. Sometimes a relationship must die. And I love the metaphor that Jesus uses here with, with the wheat 
in order for the next harvest to come, the one that went before must end. We must take what is left and sow it, right? We don't just throw everything away. We don't keep everything either. But I think all of this is a really beautiful way of illustrating that as we as a nation stand on this threshold between this long, long season of racism ending and a new season of justice and equity dawning, we need to be mindful and intentional of the harvest. We need to let die what needs to die. We need to plant now what we want to reap in the coming days, months, years, generations. And I think that's so important because we read elsewhere in the Bible about the sifting of wheat, right? The wheat from the chaff. And the chaff gets, gets burnt and the wheat gets harvested. Let's with open hands and loving hearts let go of what needs to die. Let's mindfully sow into the next generation. I know it's not easy, but the creator is with us. Christ is with us. The spirit is with us. The whole trinity, all three parts, is here to guide us. God is the ultimate farmer, right? The creator, the harvester, the sower and the reaper, our guide. And this is in all things. So Lord, guide us through this. Give us the discernment and the strength to let die what needs to die and to sow the right things that we may heap a bountiful harvest of love, justice, truth and peace in the holy name of your begotten jesus christ amen i've got to wrap things up i'm not going to have time to read to you about ninian at the moment but i might um i might try to get on for another session later this being such an important spiritual day as an ember day. And if, as always, you can look it up. You can find um, at episcopalchurch.org all kinds of wonderful information about the saints and their days and that sort of thing. So um, we will just read the collect for Ninian. But whoops, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's, um, let's affirm our faith together, my friends. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. 
Our creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use Suffragist Set A on page 97 of the Book of Common Prayer. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O God, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. God, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O God, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. A Collect for St. Ninian O God, by the preaching of your blessed servant and Bishop Ninian, you cause the light of the gospel to shine in the land of Britain. Grant, we pray, that having his life and labors in remembrance, we may show our thankfulness by following the example of his zeal and patience. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised, through your well-beloved incarnate, that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.